missed our opportunity. <laughs> Happy Midsummer, and welcome back to Fireside Stories. This is your host, Katie Shambaugh, and her furry assistant, Zion. Today's stories come from Jess telling the story of trying to befriend Satan, and Alex and Hannah are back with the part two of Alex and Hannah arrive at a place. Now, without further ado, here's Fireside Stories. I grew up in a small town in the south, just a few miles north of the Florida Georgia line. Um, probably had a very similar childhood to a lot of people, especially here in Maine. South Georgia was not very much unlike Maine, minus the snow and cold weather. I lived in a little neighborhood, and I rode the bus to school when I was in elementary school, along with most of the kids on my street. And um, there were some boys who were a grade or so older than me and at the bus stop, and they used to tell me stories. And one of those stories was that Satan lived under the manhole covers, you know, on the street that collect all the stormwater. And so for many, many months, maybe even years, very young Jessica would walk like very carefully around any manhole cover or sewer train. And I would purposely walk across the street and avoid it by six to eight feet because I thought that Satan lived underneath the manhole covers and was going to like come out and grab my ankles or something and drag me into the depths of hell. Well, um, one day, my mom is driving to work, and she drives by the little bus station at the end of our cult, or the end of our circle, and she sees her darling fourth grade. I don't know how you old you are in fourth grade, but she sees her darling daughter, like on her stomach in the middle of the street in our neighborhood shouting into the manhole cover like I'm on my stomach in the middle of the street shouting at the sewer Satan please be my friend and I'm like throwing trinkets into the manhole cover like some crazy offering and my mom is just like puts her car in park in the middle of the street and she like runs out like what the what are you doing and I'm like sitting there taking off like my snap bracelet and my scrunchie and throwing pogs and all these like other mid 90 childhood offerings at the manhole cover, screaming, Satan, please be my friend. So naturally my mom is like, is my child in the middle of a psychotic break? Like is she like, like, you know, in South Georgia, everyone was, we were boycotting Disney at that time. So, um, because we were evangelical baptists and so my mom's just like great what are we gonna have to do to, to to deal with this and thankfully it only took like a short conversation to realize that I believed the older boys at the bus stop and they tricked me into thinking that Satan lived under the manhole covers but for a while there in 1997-1998 my mom was pretty sure she had a bigger problem on her hands. heard about all this kerfuffle on the plane um 
we had kind of a hard time getting to our destination, but we finally arrived. It was a beautiful morning. It felt we get there and the sun is coming up. Mm-hmm. We are very tired. It's and but it's tropical. You know, we had just come from December in Maine, at, and now it's January in this tropical island paradise. And so even though it's like four in the morning, I was feeling pretty good. It's warm. We got to take off the layers, but we got there. We're at an airport. We managed to get from there to the city. Uh, We explore the bus option, but it's too complicated. We get um, a taxi or an Uber, but it gets us there. We're now in the city. And my first order of business is where are we going to stay tonight? Mm -hmm. Uh, We had previously booked a couch surfing opportunity a couch surfing opportunity yes so we had gone on before our trip and we had communicated with a bunch of couch surfer hosts and we found a gentleman named Ubel, and uh he seemed fine enough uh and he had a place let me let and, me back up a couple spots. and i had i had strategically left out some of the details when telling hannah about this place I strategically left out that he had offered a clothing optional environment and I had emphasized the fact that he had a cute dog. Yes, yeah, so so when we first communicated with Ubo, he had barely anything on his couch surfing profile and he seemed nice and he got in touch with us quickly. Little did I know, like three days before we left, he updated his couch surfing profile to include a lot of details one of which was the clothing optional option. Uh, and he had been so communicative while we were planning. This was very helpful. But when we arrive there, uh, I say, hey, we're here, and I get nothing. And the day progresses, and I'm getting nothing from this person. And so I'm feeling a little bit like we should probably have a place to stay. Uh, we find a local hostel, uh, and we ask if we can uh, check in. And... It's too early to check in. It's too early to check so in. So we decide... They're not open yet. They're not open yet. So we find a park that's close to the hostel, and we sleep in the park. We slept in the park bench for like two hours. It was a while. The sun The sun gets up and it gets hot, um, but there are chickens roaming around for some reason, which is very novel for us. Um, there are cats. There were lots of cats yeah, there were roaming around. Cats. Um, and some people doing exercise in the park, mm. uh, interesting to watch. Um, and we're mostly conked out on each other with our bags on a park bench. Uh, we found the park bench that seemed most clean and deemed that the place to conk out. So we're asleep on this park bench and, um, there's a church next to the park and I hear the church bell ringing and, um, it seems to be off by one. I'm like, oh, I must have missed one of the rings of the church bell, but that's okay. I look at my phone and finally it's time that we could go and check into the hostel. So we go over to the hostel. We drop our stuff off. This is our backup option in case Ubel doesn't get in touch with us. And then we decide to have, you know, a big day in the city. We can't stay uh, in a bed at the hostel and take a nap. So we decide we're just going to walk around uh but brief moment uh to to mention the hostel this is like it would work it's not great There's... there would there would be a bed but uh it's it's not great it's not the best option you know couples vacation 
It's uh, not what you might envision. But it was cheap. It, it was, was inexpensive. It was cheap. <laughs> it's not. It's not a hotel. Um, so we set about our day. Um, we have a city to explore. We uh, spend a lot of that day walking. We are unencumbered by our backpacks. Which is very nice. Uh, we see some pelicans. Mm. Uh, we see some castles, some beaches. Uh, I think we see a parrot that day. Just one parrot. It was our only parrot. It might have trip. been. It might have been the only parrot, but we saw it. Um, did I mention iguanas? You didn't. There were iguanas. Uh, lots of artsy things and city things, um, and we got a lot of walking. We got caught in the rain, but it was fine because it was warm. We got drenched, but then it was warm. This is like, my instincts from Maine tell me that if you get wet, you're in like danger of dying. But it was wonderful. Um, this whole time. <laughs> uh, that is what you said, Alex. You said, if we get cold, we might be very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, uh, we find another park to sleep in. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't become a theme for our trip. No, I think but it was... we're very tired this day. And uh, at some point, we need to find a restroom. Yeah, and... so we're on our way back from the center, to going back towards where our hostel is. And there's a beach, it's a beautiful beach, and there's a sign on the bathroom that says, bathrooms open until 5. And I look at my watch and it's 4 o'clock, 4.15, but the bathroom is closed. And you know what, this, this place that we've arrived at, it has had some recent infrastructure problems. And so things are a little, you know, we shouldn't expect everything to be catering perfectly to the, to the tourists. So, you know, bathroom closed at the wrong time, that's fine. No big deal. No NBD. Yeah, so finally we, we uh, still haven't heard from Ubel. And we're like, you know, Let's get some, it's dinner time. We decide, uh, did we decide to get dinner? Yeah, we went to a restaurant. Yeah, we decide, yeah, we go to a restaurant. I think we, at that point, maybe we had heard from Ubel and we're like, all right, clothing optional, Ubel. Yeah, we're trying to decide. He says, hostel. he says, let me know when you're gonna be here. We gave him a time. I yeah. think we said seven o'clock. We said, we'll see you at seven o'clock. And we've got just enough time to go out to a restaurant and get dinner and then go meet Ubel. And we get to our dinner, we're eating some lovely local food and we I get a message on my phone that says, so when when should I expect you? And I say, seven o'clock, we're right on time. We are just finishing up dinner and we're a few minutes walk away. And uh, and he says, what does he say? It is seven, it's 7.15. He says it's 7.15. <laughs> and uh, this whole day, I had been very careful to change the time zone on my phone as was Hannah, but something was wrong, and we were an hour off the whole day, and that church clock in the morning was a hint, and the fact that that bathroom was closed was a hint that we were an hour off. We didn't take the hint. We didn't, we didn't get it, <laughs> and the whole day, uh, we, were, we were late to see Ubel. So anyway, we finish up our dinner, we rush over to see Ubel, and guess what? His apartment building is across the street from the park bench where we slept for two hours that morning. From his balcony, you could practically spit onto where we had been that sleeping that morning. And if we had just been in touch that morning, we could have 
we could have just gone in and slept there. Yeah. So um, we we get to Ubel's place. We meet him at the door, and he's just a delight. And all of my worry from the whole day melted away. There's Ubel. He's this tall guy, but he's got this little dog. He has the cutest little poodle dog. Cutest little dog. She's old. It's adorable. And we get up to his apartment where he's going to host us for free, very cheap. And it's a beautiful apartment, and he just was a delightful human being. And so after all of that, the flight, the sleeping on the park bench, the getting rained on, we had a great start to the trip. And that was Hannah and Alex arrive at a place. Mm-hmm.